When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, how's it going? This is Matt here from Silver Fortune. So before I get into the bulk of this video, I want to make myself abundantly clear in saying that this video should not be taken as a personal attack on Dave Ramsey. I like the guy. He has a lot of great things to say about getting out of debt, living within your means, uh, overall, a greater level of financial responsibility. And it's a message that has reached countless people. I mean, his YouTube channel alone has over 685,000 subscribers. I believe he has a radio per, I think he got started on radio. He's got his, his website. Um, he, he's reached probably tens of hundreds of thousands of people that have used his methods to, to reduce their debt, to control their spending, et cetera, et cetera. You know, to be honest, I haven't gone through his entire program. I'm not familiar with his entire methodology, but but I'm sure I could use a lot of that put into practice in my own life. You know, it's it's a message that that I wish I would have learned before I before I went on to a, a, a four year college and, and now grad school. Right. Um, however, I don't agree with everything he says, especially when it comes to silver and gold. His YouTube channel recently uh, posted just a brief video titled Does Dave Ramsey Invest in Gold? Now, I've been familiar with his views on silver and gold for quite some time now that, that he's not a fan of them. And, and in this video, you know, he gets a question uh, from a viewer and, or a listener or whatever, and, and he says exactly that. He's not a fan. He thinks they're stupid, that they're too volatile of investments. But right there shows... A, I think a lack of understanding of the role that silver and gold should play in an individual's savings, their their plan for retirement, their their overall portfolio. Yes, silver and gold, I, I strongly believe silver and gold can be viewed as an investment. Heck, I've been saying for a long time now that uh, silver and gold perhaps are the most undervalued assets on the face of the earth, especially silver, especially with the gold to, rate, gold to silver ratio sitting at you know 80 to 1, something like that right now. They do represent a huge value as an investment. However, for the majority of people, that should not be the primary role that they play in their portfolio, in their overall um, por- uh, assets, their exposure to different assets. Primarily, silver and gold should be viewed as a hedge. Okay, so so Dave Ramsey, he's a big fan of of stocks, mutual funds, etc. He's also a big fan of saving in cash, saving in fiat, or or, or perhaps maybe some other low yield. I, I, again, I don't know all of his methodology. Maybe low yield, you know, similar to to cash equivalents. Okay, silver and gold are a hedge against both of those things dropping in value. It's no secret, I think, to a lot of my long time viewers that the dollar has a poor track record, right? If you want to talk about silver and gold track record over the last 10 years, let's talk about the dollar's track record over the last 100 years. It's been a steady downward progression, more and more devaluation, more and more inflation. Um, that's That's been the history of the dollar for the last 100 years with very few exceptions. And it's not going to change anytime soon. And of course, silver and gold, uh, well, well, the great thing about them is that they keep pace with that inflation, maybe not on a yearly basis, 
maybe not even on a 10-year basis. Silver and gold are very low right now. I recently made a video talking about how silver, I believe, is at its all-time inflation-adjusted low. But that's going to change. We've seen this in the past. Um, We see it currently in in countries like Turkey, currently undergoing a significant uh, currency devaluation. We see it in in, uh, Venezuela. Massive hyperinflation within that country. For all intents and purposes, their, their currency is done for. Their, their boulevard. Um, that's coming to the dollar. Sure, maybe not next year. Maybe not five years from now. But over the next 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, you're going to see a pattern in the US dollar. And that pattern is that it's going to lose more and more value. Sure, the official numbers right now put inflation at something like 3% a year. So right there, $10,000 in the bank, um, you're earning what, maybe 1% interest on it. Maybe you can put it in, a, in like a CD and, and it's tied up, but but then maybe you're earning like 2% if you're lucky. Well, all, 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 all already, even at 2%, you're still losing that 1% a year because of inflation when, when you subtract that 2 from from the 3%, okay? So already that 10000 or or let's say $100 for every $100, you're losing a dollar off that, right? For every $1,000, you're losing 10. For every 10000 you're losing 100 just to inflation, but it's going to get worse. And, and, and you know, I'm not going to cover all of this in this video today, go into all the details. But, but in short, there, there's two major factors that, that almost guarantee major inflation in the, in, in the future. A, more and more government debt. Essentially, the government needs to issue more and more bonds to pay for an ever-increasing amount of, of spending and an ever-increasing uh, deficit. You know, uh, coming up this year, we're going to be facing a trillion-dollar deficit for the first time in a non-recessionary environment or, or, you know, right after the Great Recession. That was the last time we had this large of deficits. And they're only getting bigger, right? And more and more bonds means higher and higher bond supplies, higher and higher interest rates and yields, which eventually... Uh, what will crush the economy. And of course, the, the solution to that is going to be monetization of that debt, the Fed printing money to buy those bonds. That's inflation. Okay, higher deficits will mean more inflation. And the second piece of it is, you know, when we face our next recession, which I happen to think will be bad, it's going to be painful for a lot of people. And, and we'll get to that here in a second, talking about what that's going to mean for things like stocks or real estate. But but for the dollar, it's extremely bearish. Because what's going to happen is we're going to have, you know, it doesn't matter exactly how, what order it takes or exactly how it's going to happen, but we're going to have you know, a, a crash in the stock market. Unemployment's going to go up. People are going to foreclose on their houses, their, their car debt, et cetera, et cetera. It's going to be a similar situation to 2008. I, I happen to think it's going to be much worse. And the Fed, the Federal Reserve, they're going to respond to that just like they did in 2008 with quantitative easing, lowering interest rates. So by the way, that's going to hurt um, any, any money that you're holding in something like a CD or, or um, in the bank because you're, you're going to be getting lower interest rates on those, especially if, if you're rolling it over into another CD. And we get lower interest rates because the Fed's going to lower their interest rate policy, their, their Fed funds rate. They're going to print a ton of money through quantitative easing. Likely, they'll have to print even more than they did in, uh, to, to recover from the Great Recession, which which was, I think, over $3 trillion. Uh, and again, this ties into to them buying bonds, monetizing debt. Um, and, and, you know, it doesn't stop there. We're, we're going to have massive bailouts. Of, of companies likely, just like we did last time to, to companies like GM or, or the financial institutions. Again, 
more bonds will have to be issued and then the Fed's going to have to monetize that debt. Um, helicopter money, right? That's a term that gets thrown around. Um, this can be stimulus that is delivered directly to the individual consumer, right? Not unlike the stimulus package that we've had in the past where, where people just get paid money from the government, right? That's going to happen. It's going to be, I think, a hugely popular policy at first from the Fed but or, or from the U.S. government or, or both. Uh, but the end result is going to be more inflation, right? Inflation reminiscent of, of what we faced in the 70s, right? And, and what assets are going to perform poorly in that, in that scenario? Well, first and foremost, cash, fiat can perform poorly. Not to say I'm not advising you to not keep cash or cash in the bank, et cetera, et cetera. No, I, I think cash on hand, savings, emergency savings are important. All I'm saying is that those emergency savings very well can take the form of something other than just cash, U.S. dollars or cash equivalents. It can take the form of precious metals. Okay. Um, the, the other thing that we're going to face other than just inflation is and destruction of the dollar is going to be a drop in other asset values, namely the stock market. Okay, um, I, I imagine again. I don't know his entire methodology, but I imagine Dave Ramsey is a fan of the buy and hold strategy for stocks. Right, stock market crashes. That is not the time to leave the market. You have to stay in there because eventually they're going to go up again. And, and if you leave now, you're going to miss out on on a lot of those gains. Sure, I get it. I understand that idea. However, you know, in practice, when you count for higher inflation than, than what's actually reported, um, and, and you actually look at it over a long period of time, you know, the returns on a buy and hold strategy just are not that great. Sure, 2017 was a great year for buy and hold. How has 2018 been so far? How was 2008 and 2009? Those down years really kill your, your, your overall uh, strategy. You know, I'm not to say, I'm not saying, you know, each, each person can make this decision for themselves. I'm not saying don't go into stocks. All I'm saying is that, that there has to be some wisdom here in realizing, Hey, this stock market isn't a bubble. It's overvalued. It's looking a lot like it did back in 2008 or or 2000 or 2001. It's going to pop and getting out now and putting into a hedge, something like silver and gold, um, Hey, even if they drop 5% in value, at least they're not dropping 20%. They might go up 10%. They might go up 50%, 100%. Um, but they're not going to be dropping to the same extent as as, as stocks or, or a 401k or a mutual fund. Um, there, there's got to be some wisdom here, right? I, 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 I've said this actually in one of my recent interviews, and I think it's become more of a, a hallmark analogy of mine. You know, a, a lot of people, unfortunately, invest like they're, they're cooking... Uh, something in a crock pot, right? A big pot roast that they throw in the crock pot. They put all the ingredients in there. They set it on low or on high and they forget about it all day, okay? Well, those people are going to come back to their meal eventually and realize that it's burnt, right? Passive investing can be good for some people and, and there's a time and place for it. But but I think active investing, um, as long as it's principled, as long as you follow specific uh, principles for when to buy, when to sell, et cetera, et cetera, it can yield much better results. And if you have a better understanding of things like economics and monetary policy and, and fiat currency, central banks, inflation, you're also going to realize that, that there's better assets than just throwing all your money into stocks or mutual funds or 401ks. That diversity is is great and, and precious metals are, are I think, a sorely lacking in, in a lot of individuals' uh, portfolios, Right. Passive investing and throwing your food in a crock pot. That's not the way to do it. 
That's not the way to do it, in my opinion. And I know Dave's going to disagree. And, and, and there's some merit to it. But honestly, I think a lot of investors really, especially times like this, when, when everything's in a bubble, except for something like precious metals, you have to, to, to act more like you're cooking um, a salmon filet on the grill, right? If you've ever done something like that, I'm trying to think if I've actually cooked fish on a grill or not. But, but either way, I mean, it's common sense that <laughs> something as delicate as fish you need to pay attention. You need to be ready to flip it. You need to be ready to take it off the grill or put that seasoning on because we're not talking six to eight hours. We're talking minutes, right? Seconds matter. If you cook it too long, it's burnt. It's dry. It loses its flavor. Um, you got to be very attentive to that. And, and that's where I think a lot of investors are going to get burned. They're all into this passive investing, 401ks, IRAs, mutual funds, um, throwing their money in the stock market and, and at the S&P or, or an ETF or something. And sure, it's growing right now, but, but they're going to get burnt when they realize that, hey, this whole buy and hold strategy, it worked since 2008, but all of a sudden it's not working again because my portfolio just lost um, a, a good chunk of its gains that it's gained since then, right? You got to understand a hedge. This is why he's he's just totally off base, I think, on this, right? To say that there's no place for silver and gold in individuals' um, a portfolio or, or to say that it's stupid, uh, it's ignorant. You know, I, I think it is ignorant. There's going to be a lot of people that follow his advice, throw all their money into stocks, throw it all into cash, cash equivalent, and, and inflation is going to eat away at it. Worst case, you know, those stocks are going to drop by 50%. They're, they're going to be barely above, you know, it could be by 60, 70%, but they're, they're going to be at similar levels when you count for inflation as to where they were uh, at the bottom uh, of, of you know, the, the Great Recession when, when they dropped then, right? That cash that they're holding, rather than putting into something that, that isn't going to get eaten away by inflation, well, that cash is going to get eaten away by inflation. Um, put in silver, gold, or at least some of it into silver and gold, um, it's a hedge, right? You're hedging against the worst case scenario, or even the, the most likely scenario, which is more and more inflation. I mean, it's, it's what the US dollar has done for, for decades now. Um, there's no reason to think that it's going to stop anytime soon. He's just totally off base. And, and it's unfortunate that somebody that has helped so many people with their finances can't also help them realize that, hey, passive investing, it's a dangerous business. Throwing all your money into stocks and cash dangerous business, especially with the bubble that we're in today. And saying that silver and gold are stupid, um, well, in short, you know, I think, it, unfortunately, I think it's preventing a lot of people from from protecting some of the gains that they've built up, protecting some of the money that they put into their retirement fund. I'm not saying go 100% into silver and gold, but to say that it's stupid, that it's got no place, or that it should take up just a small amount of somebody's portfolio, and that it should be you know, something like GLD or SLV, right, like a paper asset, it's, I don't know. Let me know what you guys think down below in the comment section. Again, Dave, if you're watching this video, not a personal attack, man. I agree with a lot of what you're saying, but silver and gold, study it. Study the economics of it, the monetary policy, um, the, the very long-term uh, trend in the dollar, uh, the, the downward trend, and, and the fact that, that assets are, are in a bubble right now. Assets are in a massive bubble, real estate, stocks, even bonds. They're in a bubble right now. Fiat currencies as well. Cryptos eh, still, maybe. Uh, they're a whole, whole different story. Um, but the, but that silver and gold are, are extremely cheap right now. And, and to say that people shouldn't be investing in them is, I don't know. Do some research. Do some research for yourself. 
Dave do some research on this and, and, and really think long and hard about, about, uh, um, maybe some of these decisions. Don't double down. Don't let your pride in the past of, of doubling down on silver and gold being a bad investment cloud advice that you're giving to people in the future. So, you know, to my viewers, anybody else, longtime viewers, people that just happen to stumble upon this video, love to hear your thoughts down below in the comment section. As always, thank you guys from the bottom of my heart for watching this video and God bless.